right, welcome to You Don't Know Mojack. My name is Ryan. My name's Brent. And today we're here to talk about SST011, The Worm Single, We're Off, I'm Dead. Yeah. And uh, this one's pretty cool for me, actually, I must admit. I like it too. Pleasantly surprised. And uh, I had only heard their stuff on the blasting concept. Um, although I will, you know, spoiler alert, I, I will say I'm not a huge fan of the B-side, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, same. So uh, without further ado, unless there's anything you wanted to bring up, why don't we get into the band? Uh, actually, there is something I'd like to clear up from the damaged episode. I was reading uh, while I was digging around, trying to find some stuff for the TV party episode that we're going to do next week. And Ed Culver is quoted in the book American Hardcore. He's very specifically talks about shooting the cover of Damaged. You remember we weren't sure if it was Ed Culver or Glennie Friedman? My copy on CD says, quote, cover photos, Glenn E. Freedom, end quote. I don't think that's right. But uh, yeah, no, that, that could definitely be kind of a, uh, when they were transferring the artwork for, for the CD days, uh, the person who was doing it might have just said, well, Glenn E. Freedom shot... Friedman shot everything, so he must have done this one. Maybe oh, he that was it. He did TV Party. He did tons of stuff. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about TV Party, actually, because um, I really like that single, actually. But let's talk about Worm, then. Good for clearing that up. Yeah. Let's. Uh, it's nice to end the insanity. <laughs> uh, oh, great. Well, let's get into Worm. History Lesson, Part 1. So, uh, Worm is a bit of a weird band in the sense that they started off um, in the early 70s, and there's a bunch of different dates for when they apparently started. I will say, though, that uh, Joe Carducci's books say that they started as early as 1970, and with the level of painstaking detail in, in Joe, Joe Carducci's books when you read them, I don't have any any reason to disagree with that, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and that is probably pretty reliable, but there are other accounts about the bandworm that say that they started around 73, 74. That's what they, I read, which is still yeah. really early. Um, like, I don't know what they sounded like at that time. Yeah, I don't either. I, 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 don't doubt, either. I doubt they sounded like the A-side of this single. I totally agree, because, I mean, let's, let's, let's assume that they started in 73. I mean... This single was recorded nine years later, right? Yeah. yeah. It'll be way different. So, but Worm is mentioned in uh, two Joe Carducci books, the Enter Naomi book, which is uh, an excellent book. And uh, in fact, the page that discusses Worm has like a month by month account of the history of the transition of. Worm slash panic into black flag. So uh would definitely recommend that. Also mentioned in Joe Carducci's book, Rock and the Pop Narcotic, no surprise there. Not a lot of detail. Um Steve Chick's book, Spray Paint the Walls. And uh I also found them in uh the Flex book. I don't know if you know that one. It's like the uh the American hardcore discography from seventy five to eighty five. Okay there and there um and it really the summary there for at least for this single i did not go ahead and read about the lp um 
that we'll get to, I don't know, in a couple of months from now. Uh, but it's kind of a summary of what we'll go through here, which is, uh, again, er, uh, formed early 70s, um, Hermosa Beach, L.A., uh, by Gary McDaniel and Ed Danke. And we know Gary McDaniel, otherwise known as Chuck Dukowski from Black Flag. The Duke. Ed Danke was, um, he was in another band before. Uh, I can't remember the name. He went on, though, to be in a band, in a couple other bands after Worm called Reign of Terror and Power Trip and The Mentors. He was in Reign of Terror and The Mentors with Worm's drummer, Lou Hinzo, otherwise known as Loud Lou, and uh, apparently the name Worm. Oh, and Worm has those two dots over the U. Amulets. Amulets. Yeah. Motorhead style. Actually, actually, actually they're called Motley Crue dots. Right. (laughs) I I, I hate to correct you on that. Um, And apparently the name Worm is taken from what was their practice slash living space, which they called the wormhole. Mm-hmm. Also with Motley Crue dots. Gotta have a cool name for your punk crash pad. Exactly. So they they seem to have, legend, legend has it, that they recorded actually an album in like 1977, but they didn't pay their bills and the tapes were erased. So that is um, unreleased and will never be released. Apparently, around 77, though, Chuck was, uh, well, Worm and Panic, I believe they were actually sharing a jam space or at least friends at a, at a different place. Might have been the wormhole, but I think it was called the bathhouse. The, the details are very sketchy on this, or at least um, there are a bunch of different versions. But um, Panic and Worm were practicing at the same place, and eventually Spot was on base on in panic and then chuck joined panic and then panic turned into black flag in uh 78 and that's um, that's the end of worm yeah they break up pretty quick after that they split but they get back together when black flag is um fighting with unicorn over the damaged album right and then they record this single uh they eventually Break, off, break up again after recording this. Then they reformed again in eight, 1983 and recorded an LP called Feast, which we'll get to. That is SST-041. That was released in 1985, but with a different singer, a guy named Simon Smallwood. Hmm. And uh, he was in a band. He came from a band called Dead Hippie, which I quite like. Okay. Did you know Ed Danke uh, co-wrote Modern Man, the Black Flag song? Yeah, on Loose Nut, right? Yeah. I did know that. I wonder if that was on, like, that unreleased Worm album or something. From 77. You never know, right? Yeah. Anyways, that's about it, about Worm. It's, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Like, they're kind of hard rock punk at this stage. You know who they remind me of? Who? personality crisis from canada yeah i can see it i was i was thinking of some hard rock from the 70s like pink fairies or captain beyond elements of that yep personality crisis was a rock band i would say i like the singer of worm i like ed Danke better than the singer of personality crisis Mm, 
Not me. You like the singer in Personality Crisis? Yeah, I love him. I mean, I don't hate. I don't hate him. It's probably my least favorite part of that band. Hmm. Chuck Dukowski sings on this too. Yeah. No. Exactly. Ed and Chuck kind of both shared vocals on this single, anyways. Actually, uh, Ed's vocals kind of reminded me of the of the guy from Personality Crisis a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely didn't get that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'll have to... I actually bought that Personality Crisis anthology, the double disc. So did I. Yeah, I'll have to uh, give that a listen again now with that comment in mind. Do that. Will do. I bought... And and just... Uh, it's a Canadian label who put out... What is it? Sounds Escaping? Yep. I think it Sounds Escaping. They put out the Personality Crisis Anthology and the Stretch Marks Anthology. Got on, that, too. Uh, yeah, me too. Did you get the uh, Forbidden Dimension singles collection he, that, the, that he put out? Absolutely. All right. That one's killer. Yeah. Um, well, enough about... <laughs> <laughs> enough about... Uh, Canadian uh, punk and horror rock bands. Why don't we talk about uh, the Worm single, We're Off, I'm Dead. Yeah. History Lesson, Part 2. All right. Oh, I should also mention, too, uh, Worm up here on... I mentioned the Blasting Concept. That's SST-13. They're also on Program Annihilator, which is another comp, but kind of like a metal comp. That's SST-66. We talked about the 7-inch Wonders of the World, which um, the Overkill single was on. This is on that That's, too, eh? Yeah, SST-70. Yeah. And there's also some Worm on the Blasting Concept 2, SST-43. So we're going to see them a few more times. Um, but anyways, I don't know about you. We mentioned it already, but this this was a pleasant surprise for me to listen to this i really really dug the first two tracks and especially the first song we're off yeah me too this is a it's just a really good single i'm dead is a good song too it has some uh i don't know they're kind of silly lyrics but they sound really cool in the song it's like burnout blowout i'm on my way out i don't care i'm dead and uh it actually sounds pretty cool yeah that's the one chuck sings besides a cover Chamber Singers. Yeah, Chambers Brothers. Yeah. And I don't know about, like, I'm not a fan of the B-side. It's, um, when I put it on, I was like, okay, some cowbell. Not all cowbell is bad, but most cowbell is bad. Yeah. And then and then when the song uh, was going on, I'm like, is this that song that you hear in every movie about the 60s? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. it's It's that song from, like, the wonder years and every vietnam war movie and it's yeah. just and so it's been co it's been covered too much like um yeah. i know the ramones do a decent version of it but like i've got a lot of garage rock albums and i probably got i bet you five covers of that or more in my collection i bet but you know what i like the like the song is kind of tired for me but i like those garage rock covers way better than this one frankly yeah it's a total nuggets type song absolutely yeah. uh, or pebbles or something like that yeah for sure the first two tracks i really like them they're killer um they are they're really good i guess you know hard rock but punk edge it really to me sounds like the heavier some of the heavier rock from the 70s really good 
Yeah. What about um, the cover? Yeah, the cover is like, it's a couple of arrows kind of smashing down on some spiky-haired guy's face. It's kind of a very rudimentary Chuck, uh, Chuck drawing. Chuck drew it, hey? Yeah, front cover by the Duke, yeah. it says. Back by the Ed. Or <laughs> back by Ed, <laughs> I should say. Uh, this one was recorded at Music Lab, February 82, by a guy named uh, Glenn Feet. You don't Fiat. you don't hear Music Lab too much. No, that's not a studio Definitely they not. they used very much. And it's and it was mixed somewhere else. Well, mixed at Hit City West and mastered at K Disc. Yeah, that's not stuff you see on SST releases that too often. No, there's no spot on this anywhere. Did Unicorn have anything to do with this? No, well, I not that I'm aware of, not that I read. And again, I believe that part of the reason, based on what I read, that Worm reformed and and put this out and recorded is because Black Flag could not record at this time mm. because of their dispute, with, because they couldn't record um, because of their dispute with Unicorn. Isn't that right? Well, Unicorn was involved in t- the TV party single, which is coming out next. But I mean it's not unheard of for labels to get their catalog numbers mixed up. Do you know what I mean? Like they might've had these slotted for release and release TV party first, maybe. Let me see if I can find that reference. If it's in uh, Joe Carducci's book, I'm going to call it the Bible. Yeah. I didn't read it in pop narcotic. I wonder if I read it in spray paint the walls. I mean, as far as I understood the plan going forward from damaged on was every SST release was going to be on SST unicorn. Yeah, this doesn't have SST Unicorn anything on it. And what I, I believe I read that this band, like Worm, reformed because Chuck couldn't do anything with uh, Black Flag at the time. No, I've definitely read that too. Oh yeah, here it says, during a Black Flag hiatus in 82, Chuck brought back Worm. Yeah. In 1982, while Black Flag was prevented from recording due to an injunction filed during their legal battle with Unicorn Records, Chuck reunited with Lou and Ed and recorded and released a three-song 7-inch on SST Records. Okay. That's from the Discogs page, for what that's worth. All right. Anyways, um, let's finish talking about the single. Let's see if there's anything more here. Yeah, Ed Danke, Chuck Dukowski... Loud Lou. Well, actually, on the single, Loud Lou is given drums and vocals credits. Hmm. On the actual single itself, it's just the artwork reproduced again. Uh, We're Off is attributed to Danky. I'm Dead to Danky and Dukowski. And then, uh, of course, Time Has Come Today to the Chambers Brothers. And there's nothing on the runout grooves. Nothing exciting. It's a, it's a pretty bare-bones single. The best part about it, for sure, are the first two songs. Yeah, well, let, do you want to do the ballot result? You bet. Ballot result. My uh, my vote is for We're Off. That's mine. Done deal. All right. That's it for Worm, We're Off, I'm Dead. Great single. Check it out. Uh, next release that we'll be talking about is the Black Flag single, TV Party. Thanks for listening. 